Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods, Queen Podcast, with Paul, Joe and myself, David. It's the return of Pank, so you might have remembered an episode we did where Pank came on and talked about Freddie's piano style, and he broke down you know, some, some of his, his compositions, and and what was amazing, I think the last time, is we kind of we found out that he uses a lot of the same chords, but he manages to make them all sound <laughs> you know, uh, different, 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 you know, and you would even yeah. notice that they were the, basically the same chords he's been using for a lot of songs, you mm. know, um, and, and the same kind of, um, uh, you know, vibe, even even coming to Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, It's a Hard Life, you know, the ding, 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 at the end of it, you know, the wee piano bit, and it's, it's basically yep. Bohemian Rhapsody, ding, 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 It's weird, but you don't, you don't put that you together. Know, it's right. done, totally. Until it totally points it out, you're like, fucking hell, how did I not notice that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that know. was, yeah, that was it. But um, tonight, Pank is going to be treating us to, his, his, his favourite Queen song is My Melancholy Blues, so he's going to be breaking that down for us tonight, and I'm sure he'll throw in a few other things as well. I'm sure he'll want to talk about one or two other things, which we'll absolutely encourage him to do. And um, mm-hmm. so, before Pank joins us, um, it probably makes sense to let you know what our plans are for the rest of this year. So, the three of us got together collectively, and we we're thinking about what we had left realistically to cover. You know, so what we, you know, we've got a few solo albums from Roger still to do. Yep. Well, well no, one one in one live ones, <laughs> and uh, a few bits and bobs that we want to we want to cover. Um, and beyond that, I think you know we were just maybe stretching stretching it a wee bit. In our opinion, I think a lot of people out there probably mm-hmm. think think there's there's more that we could do. We could do this. We could do that. You know, and, and there there are some good ideas out there. But in terms of the three of us, I think we just thought there's these really good episodes here left. And after that, I think we're done. So we've made the decision collectively that we are going to finish up the podcast at the end of this year. Um, so we're going to actually do quite a lot of podcasts from now till the end of the year. Well, right. certainly more than we normally do, more frequently um, than we than we normally do. Because um, these days we've been waiting sort of three, four, sometimes five weeks before another podcast comes out. But the way we've got the schedule going, there should be a podcast at least every fortnight anyway. Um, leading up to the end of the year, and we will finish. Um, we will finish on a live show. We we did a live show a couple of years back at Christmas time, um, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to do that again. So probably about the middle of December, we'll do a, a live show. We'll just um, we'll grab a drink. We'll um, you know start at seven o'clock or half seven or whatever, and then we'll just go on till till it's finished, basically. You know, and and you know, do people stop listening? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, and, and we'll probably invite you guys on to come and speak to us, to to um, maybe leave if you don't want to come on live with us. Maybe you want to leave some contributions and things like that, and things you want to talk about. Um, aye, and then we'll do that. Some and, money, and then we'll, <laughs> <laughs> so aye, it's it's just that it's. Uh, I think we all collectively feel good about this. This is a positive thing for us, you know, to to wrap up the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's not like a. 
um, oh yeah, but you know, it's it's we're ran out of steam. You know, it's pretty much. Let's be honest with what's left here, and let's see see if you know, see how far we can take it realistically, but without without stretching it too much. And I think we've got a good wee program ahead of us to, to end on a high. So Definitely. aye, so that's our plans. Um, so it'll be that'll, that'll take us to three and a half years where I've been doing this podcast. So how you how you feeling about it anyway? The the, the coming the coming to the end. It's it's kind of sad, but. I think you, you you do have to end it because you know, I mean, like you've said before in the past, David, we don't want to end up talking about um, you know Freddie's trainers and all that, even though <laughs> a pair of his trainers sold for one hundred twenty-seven thousand pound yesterday. You know? I know, and we will be doing point. that, and we yeah. will be doing an episode on the auction and the, the yeah. exhibition, and we're probably talking about <laughs> so we're trainers. All, so we're all talking so, about. So, Jeez, we've yeah. got to this point, so there, that yeah. proves a point. Somewhere, you know. somewhere, somewhere there, aye. <laughs> it's a there. self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, and three and a half, you know, that's a long time. And uh, and I, I mean, I, done it, I, 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 thought, I thought we'd struggle to get to the end of all 14 albums, you know. Um, and, you know, we might, we've managed to get this far. It's, it's pretty pretty remarkable. Considering used to our cunts, and I don't really like you, but we've managed to, I don't know, sort, sort of cobble really? it together, you know. We're basically, um, the Who a podcast. Aye, that's what we're like. Aye. I'm obviously, you know, I'm I'm the genius pedo, uh, and you're just like, I don't know guys. about the, the genius bit, but definitely the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, so I'll, I'll be I'll be the, the one they'll fight, I, fight about the, in bad the, news. The, I the only decent guy. He's probably was a decent guy. He was probably. I'll be Keith all, Moon. But... I'll be Keith Moon because I'll be dead and I'll just not give a fuck. There you go. Ah, <laughs> you So it's uh, it's aye, it's 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 kind of sad, but you know, um, who knows? Yeah, you, might, you might not have heard the last of us. Well, you might because we've got our solo projects and all that, you know. So, aye, yeah. Yeah, of course we we could come back, um, and the only we we would come back as well, John. If you're listening, you know what to do. Yeah, get the that's big only, one. That's the only way we are going to come back. So mm-hmm. there you go, Mister mm-hmm. Joe. I'm just fucking sick of everything today. I hate every cunt. I hate you too, cunt. <laughs> Fair play, mate. No. I'm brutally honest. Ah, nah. Well, yeah. Nah. Um, I just I what Paul was saying. I it's we want to go out doing uh, you know with something that we're we're still passionate about talking. You know subjects aye. we're still passionate about. We don't want to just get, be, go out with some dignity. Aye, yeah, you don't yeah. want to be talking about just stupid shit. And then you think, why the fuck are we even doing this? Do you know what I mean? But I think mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the the things that we've decided on, I think they're really strong. And I think all three years decided that I were definitely excited about doing these ones that we have left. And that's it. It's it's like anything that's came to its proper logical conclusion and it's, we're going to go on, you know, a high note, I think. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Aye, everything's got its end point and I think nah, we're, at, we're at that, so. Aye. So, um, I'm okay about it. And uh, as Paul says, you know, you never know, we might appear again in the future, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a discussion we'll have um, at a later date, you know. Um, 
I mean, there probably will be crazy shit will happen. I think that, like you were saying, they will come back on to do a one-off pod. Maybe if it's if it's something that's absolutely, you know, big, like somebody fucking dying, <laughs> which would be quite morbid. Yeah. But, but aye, <laughs> something like that. Aye. Let's let's get to it then. So we are going to talk to Pank now. So Pank has got his piano ready. So Pank, hello, how are you? Good evening, gents. It's fantastic to see you all again. Thanks for having me back. You're very welcome. The pleasure absolutely. is absolutely ours. You know, absolutely. Yeah, it's good to have you on. Absolutely. Um, so we're doing this 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 thing because we, we we spoke to Pank about two minutes before this, and he said he was fine. But because this bit is now at part of the podcast, we have to ask him again and be all fake about um, it. You know, so but I remain yeah. fine. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> so, so Pank, um, you've been you've been you've been a busy man in terms of uh, immersing yourself in Freddie Mercury's world, haven't you? Uh, I've just done two days at Sotheby's. I've been sitting there, oh. and at one point, I did put a bid in today, and I promise you, it was the most terrifying <laughs> in my life. So, mm-hmm. yes. And then she went, the bid is with you. So I went, no, fucking no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, somebody upped it almost within a millisecond. And then she said, do you want to go to this? And I went, yes. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, But uh, if I then tell you that that bid then went, it was one of his old glittery jackets or something. It -hmm. went for 10 times my maximum budget. So oh, I can say that Schrodinger's cat thing that for two seconds, it, yeah, it, 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 was, it was mine. Um, mm. It wasn't really. But anyway, but it was, it, it was fun. It, it's been a really odd experience. I know you guys are going to be talking about that at another time. Yeah. But it's been an odd thing and it's provoked all these various emotions. And before you get to doing that podcast, can I just say, there ain't no museum. Stop talking about a museum. It yeah. doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Yeah. It, she's just doing what she feels right after 31 years. Leave mm-hmm. her alone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Her decision, yeah. That's her decision. That. Her private property. Yeah. Don't we Don't have no say want. in it? Yeah, yeah. Queen spent all their time taking us along with them on the musical adventure, on the merchandising, on every single project. They take us along. This is no different. We have no right to ask for anything else. That's just my view on it. Then there's this other thing that I've noticed has happened repeatedly over the years. You guys will have come across it as well. It's when people say, oh, why are they releasing that? They really ought to be releasing this. You know, and- Yeah, I think that's us. You've done that. For example, look, I did it myself last year when nothing was released for the 40th anniversary of hot space because i'm the only one that would buy it well me and pete from galway we're the only two <laughs> no, i'd buy it i think we'd buy it but <laughs> nothing <laughs> happened but then i think to myself well i've got no right to expect otherwise it's, sure. it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. up to me i liked them because of the stuff they did do not mm-hmm. because of the stuff they didn't do if they've got not their sure. own filters then it's a matter for them i'm still going to shell out for it anyway so yeah Mm. I say matter. If I don't like it, it's my choice. It's just, you know, anyway, they totally. run away, run away. Well, we are, we are going to do an episode on the, the auction and the, you know, the exhibition itself at some point. We're probably recording that in the next week, I think. You gonna, um, have, so, have you been watching, did you watch yesterday's and today's? Yes, yes. I watched I didn't see any of 
NF today because uh, I was working. Obviously, it was an earlier auction um, today. But uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the the um, spectacle of it all. You know, yeah, uh, it really was. It, I mean, you were there in the room. You know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Actually, you know, here's the one thing that does really get me about the place was just how relaxed it is in there. Mm. Last night there was a little bit more edge, but actually, you know, you can come and go. There was no dress code, and if you want to mm. get up in the middle and just keep walking around, have a chat with somebody, sit down. It, it, that really was nice. And another thing that was really interesting is that everyone at Sotheby's is really nice and really chilled out. There's no. Mm-hmm. I always had this idea. This was my preconception of people very stiff. Oh, you some auction. And it's yes. not. They just they they're all having a good time. They they they. Uh, uh, it's apparent how much effort they've put into it, but that was one of my misconceptions about what a place, what Sotheby's would be like. It's just been a, a really nice place to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, even when Absolutely. we went, it was like that. But uh, had a kind of easy kind of vibe. I mean, it was yeah. busy though. There was a lot of people there, so they were they were kind of moving people on quickly. But but I mean, you know, the very fact that all this stuff's right in front of you, most of it, you know, you could you could touch it in theory. Obviously, you don't out of respect, but uh, it was. Pretty, pretty <laughs> Oh, Pank made a face there, you know. Okay, right. <laughs> All right, Pank. Did you not what he touched? Sold the beans, Pank. Pank. So I'm right in saying that we we talked about this. So we we, we actually we, we met up with you, myself and Joe. That was uh, what was it about two weeks ago? Yeah, well, two weeks ago. and that was yeah. another joy of the auction. I mean, just to hang out with you guys. Me. Oh, yeah. thank you. I same well, likewise. Like, yeah, we had a great time and. Um, and we were talking. Um, we're talking about your favourite song is "My Melancholy Blues." Absolutely, yeah. "My Melancholy Blues," my favourite song of my favourite album. And of course, that's not to say, of course, that you know, I, everyone will come at this differently. That everyone will say mm-hmm. that uh, uh, it's not their greatest or whatever. For, for me, it's their most. It, it, it's their his most perfect. It's um, yeah, my favourite album. Uh, it, it, it's it, it's where it sits in an album, and where that album sits generally. Yeah, that combination yep. is, is what makes it just so perfect. You've got those first four albums, those mini masterpieces from 1973, 74, 75, 76. All all beautiful, all wonderful, joyous, and. There's something about when you hear his vocals on News of the World that just lets you know that this corner has been turned. I know everybody says that it's yep. the it, it's the it's the bend in the road album. It, it kind of dictates what everything that follows. But where people m- miss out, I think, is even though the intricate embroidery of those earlier albums has kind of just gone away and all the multi-harmonies and so on, you think they've gone away. Actually, they haven't. It's just that they do this album with a little bit more stripped down, but with a bit more nasty edge. There's yep. just a, a little mm. nasty edge to it. Not not great, but those earlier albums, they're just full of warmth and, uh, and sure. youthful excitement and perfect vocals and, and everything, all that embroidery that goes with it. But this is just, as I say, do you think, I mean, I, I've always thought there's, you know, just that the slight menace. You can even see it on the pick sleeve, uh, on the cover yeah. and on mm-hmm. the photo of them on the inside, on the red folding bit on the inside sleeve 
I, I, I've always thought this was Queen. This was Queen's heaviest album. I think I even said that on the pod. I know, like Queen Two is heavy, but I, I think I do agree with you. This album's a lot more. It's it's. Don't t- I don't know how to say this right. It's it's kind of, you know, the, like the first like four or five albums are kind of British sounding in a way, but I think the music of the world is starting to lean more to that kind of dare I say American Atlantic. rock, but mm. but nastier, but yeah. but but that nasty edge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just attitude. It's got some attitude. To Aye, it. totally. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. From everybody on it, which is unusual because it's usually only Roger that brings the attitude. Yeah, and all the you know you've got all those various different varieties. Um, but what I love also about it is the themes in the album. You know, you've got two distinct themes. It's either young people who ought to be doing a lot better, or why aren't you trying to do much better or you should be doing better or you haven't done better <laughs> and here's how you can or stop yeah. trying to be better it's all of those things <laughs> or um, we are the champions because we've done better than everybody else <laughs> um, <laughs> so you've got all of this stuff and then you've got the whole business of failed love is the re- is the rest of it you know yeah. i mean what i love yeah, so yeah. much about side two is you start with get down make love where freddie's basically getting his rocks off with whoever by track number three they're already making it seven instead of half past six (laughs) by the end of the the side whoever it is has gone off completely leaving him in his melancholy blues um and i i just think that contrast between that get down make love which is again it's in one of my it's in my top 10 favorite songs at the at the start and at the end and as we'll see in due course both of them in e flat which is itself uh interesting and i think i'm sure there's something in that um i, I love i just love how that shifts that and then you get to this last thing at the end and it's late this tragedy love story which is all a magnificent song and it's all failure and then that very end just you've got that raw ending of its late that 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 symbol that's out of place isn't it that's almost added Mm. in and then you've Mm -hmm. got that little scratchy bit just before freddie comes in on the piano which is a little bit unrehearsed it just sounds like it's a little bit unrehearsed and it's then Mm -hmm. that for me is their first if you can think of another one in those first few albums and including news of the world itself, which is completely stripped down. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. One vocal, one guitar, one ba- uh, one sorry, no guitar, uh, one bass, and some basic gorgeous brushy uh, mm-hmm. drums, which we talked about, didn't we, David? You like you, which I think you're a particular fan Absolutely. of the, yeah, his yeah. drum it's work just, on that. It's just very classy. It's so though. stripped down. Yeah, and just and what was also great about that is as i said to you before the vocals all sound different the engineering the sound production he sounds like he's in a different place to where he was for all of those earlier albums each of those albums has its own vocal sound if you know what i mean they've all got the same Mm -hmm. the same sort of intonation rasp in the voice this one again slightly different more open and then just for that last song it's still an expansive vocal, but just slightly shoeboxy, just in this smoky corner or something. It's yeah. really neatly done. 
and it's totally unembroidered and it's just gorgeous. Yes. That's, that, that's it. We can pack yeah. up now. I can just go off and... <laughs> well, what we describe the song? I mean, I don't think, I don't think anyone uh, can really top yeah. that, to be honest. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, so then, you know, so... Uh, and then from a piano player's perspective, it's just... Um, so, you know, and I know I don't want to revisit stuff that we talked about. Do you know it was a year ago, by the way, that first... What was that? But it was a year. You don't go... A year <laughs> when, we, when we did this, yeah. I had black hair then. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, but so I, I, I talked about this. So, uh, you know, so it's obviously it's in E flat. So just tell me you can hear. Yeah, yeah. all good. Mm -hmm. So... And as I said, what's really interesting, as we talked about this before, is his love of that E-flat and how I think if it wasn't for E-flat, many of his greatest hits would never have been written in the first place because he was a doodler and a tinkerer on the piano. But when you compare that to Get Down, Make Love, because Get Down, Make Love in E-flat also starts in the same key, so it's... Yeah. And then you've got this lovely bit in My Melancholy Blues where he goes... Mm. And you put the two together... And but then he but yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you've got this thing here where you've got and then so he's already <laughs> been playing around in Ethan and his his contribution to the album is other than Who Needs You, brilliant as well. Um all E flat stuff basically. So it's get down, make love, melancholy blues, and we are the champions, albeit in C minor. <laughs> also has that E flat thing in it. So it, it's clear that he was in that mood and the comparison between melancholy blues and you take my breath away all links in. And we, we talked about this before, but I'll, I'll, I'll mention it again. So when he starts this, so he's got this lovely beginning where it's just, it's almost like he's warming himself up. So he's got this. just and he just does that mm. and it's almost just like he's sort of just feeling, feeling the himself into it yeah 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 and then this is this little diminished here and he just stops there and then and then he breaks into his Oh, and there, and there it comes. Yeah. There it comes. My three favourite chords on the planet. Hmm. And we already talked about how many we identified 11, 12 songs where he does. And side one, we are the champions. I've had my share of sand kicked in my face. It's just <laughs> those same three. And you know, uh, you win, you lose. It's a chance you have to take with love. All of those, I, I, we went through those at great length. And ooh, love, ooh, love, boy. And so you're, he's just in his comfort zone. But then nothing else happens other than just his vocal. And then, so he, he's got this. Um, so, um, and so he sits on this C minor. And that's kind of quite similar to We Are The Champion, when the party's over. And then he's just playing these chords so easily, and then Baby Left Me, 
for somebody new and then a diminished here. Oh, brilliant. Just beautiful. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm not doing it the remotest bit of justice. It's just. (laughs) Oh, um, yeah, indeed. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, and then, you know, this I don't want to talk about it, and you just... It's just that cheeky little, just, you know... Mm. And we'd never, he'd never done anything like this before. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought to myself that imagine if he had done this even a few months or a year earlier, because it's just, because it's just his own voice. You would have had about, you know, he goes, oh, my baby left me for, and you could have imagined the whole choir going, yep. someone uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Ooh, about 10 voices. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not, <laughs> yeah. it just keeps it going on his own. And then, um, uh, and then, uh, so somebody knew. I don't want to talk about it. And then it's a, it goes into a minor there. Want to forget about it. Want to be intoxicated with. And that's called there. It doesn't play it again in the song. That's special room. And then then you go into the the, the main verses. It, it just yeah. Phenomenal. There's a lot yeah, going you, on just just yeah. in the lead up. You know. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, Pank, that um, he, he uh, he's played a character? Like he's put himself. I, I'm in a I'm in a smoky nightclub at the end of the night. And I'm on a stage myself with a piano. Is, this is the story. There's a lovely yeah. story. And look at and look at his use of the word play. There, he goes from you know, um, you know, he, he he says the way he says get. Um, so come and get me, let me, me get in that sinking feeling, you know, that's, mm. that says my heart is on an all-time low. And so where, where, where he is in his storytelling, he makes no secret of the fact, I'm getting a bit famous, yeah? I'm causing a mild sensation with this new occupation. So here mm. I am, I've finally cut the big time, but actually... I'm still, I'm, I'm just really low, you know, and just um, what that reminded me of, you know, was inside my heart is breaking, my makeup may be flaking, but in this instance, my smile ain't staying on. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that, and uh, you know, and he's so. What 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 does he say? So get in. So don't. Uh, and where that sunny smile he goes from sunny smile then to cloudy and overcast to stormy weather just in two lines Mm -hmm. sunny and i love that use of cloudy and overcast that's a very formal british phrase that you'd get off a weather (laughs) just putting cloudy and overcast (laughs) so it's almost like he's reading out the weather forecast there (laughs) yeah um so yeah, that Paul, that is, isn't it? It is the story. I'm causing a mild sensation. 
Um, mm-hmm. But don't expect Definitely. me to be pleased about it. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, even just that alone, Pank, is, is something I'd never thought of. No, me too. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I know the lyric, but I'd never really thought about the lyric, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah put it in that context. You know, that's, yeah. That's, 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 it's yeah. changing the uh, dynamic of the song. Yeah, for me, people for me, say yeah. say that that there's little elements of of himself in most of yeah. the songs. You know, there's little bit, little bits here and there. You know, but but um, you, I, I love the fact because you know they've just done this massive. You know, they've done Bohemian Rhapsody. They've done Somebody to Love, and I just love the way I'm causing a mild sensation. I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Never caused any mild sensation at all. <laughs> Overwhelming sensation. Yeah. I don't think you get a mild sensation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't sensation. do it, does he? <laughs> I've just realised mild is another weather term as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the climate <laughs> sensation. <laughs> <Did I> say, <laughs> he'd be saying, oh no, I, I really didn't think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Was this when did this become your favourite song? Was yeah, it a case uh, of was was this very recently, a recent years? No, has no, it always it, been kind of up there. No, it, I don't think so. I, I I certainly don't think it was at the time when I got the album. Uh huh. No, I got the album probably nineteen eighty three, eighty four. No, I I think it came about some time. I can't actually think, but it, it certainly I would have thought for the last twenty years. For my, I thought I'd show you this for my fiftieth birthday. My neighbours got me one of these sound waves. Wow. Of oh, cool. <laughs> Excellent. So that's the sound wave of, of my melancholy oh, blues. My yeah, in a frame. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a picture of it if you like. But ah, yeah. That's how, that's how yeah, that's cool. that looks. I mean, I mean, can you imagine what the sound wave would look like <laughs> for March of the Black Queen or something? It would be just like... <laughs> <laughs> Bay of Tapestry. Or yeah, or really, yeah, on forever. So I, I can't ex- exactly remember when, but certainly for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Where where do you sit on this song? Do you? Ah, this is a that, This is probably my second favorite Freddie piano ballad. You take my breath yeah. away. You take my breath away. Yeah, is my yeah I'm, I'm the same. Yeah, but yeah. this is this is a close. This is close. eye. but they're totally different. Like you were saying, they're completely different because yeah, I take your breath away is really complex with vocal harmonies and stuff like that. And my Melly Coy Blues is a total opposite. It's just yeah, but they still bluesy piano. Yeah, all evoke the same feeling. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, if no, you, yeah. So if you look at what he was doing with Breath Away. It was um, so. Um, so you've got this. The guess is I'm in for a cloudy and overcast. And then in you take my breath away. Oh, I'll get no sleep till I find you. T- Just the same. Chords, yeah, totally can hear it. The same chord pattern. Yeah, it's just spaced out differently. Right? Yeah. Right into the ends of the earth. I'll get no yeah. sleep till I find you to tell you. And um, yeah, so that. Just those four chords, and yet they are just. We talked about this before, I know, but it, it, it 
hitting, isn't it? That it, it, the, the the two the two of his best were the same. That's same chords. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, and, and to make them sound like different songs, you know, the the you know the with the same chords and the same kind of progressions yeah. a lot of the time, but they don't. You would never think they sound similar in any way. I think mm. that's that's, no, a, I totally, that's genius. I, I totally agree. <laughs> but that I, was a, I, that was quite a late discovery for me. Uh, yeah, probably in the last few years, I I I, I, I discovered that. But I just, but I, I, I you know, I've always said that, it, it, and this is borne out by this. Um, auction one thing that i was wrong about when we met a year ago was you remember how i was talking about the fact that i i never quite understood how freddie's you know fairly light fingers were able to cope with this these very heavy piano keys mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that sort of little mystery has been resolved now because there is some interesting stuff about the piano yeah, or, right. baby grand and yeah. he deliberately chose that yamaha to accommodate his lightness of touch, which I oh. hadn't appreciated before. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, that's why he they had only just started selling these Yamahas in this country, the Grands, uh, uh, at that time, which is that's why really he good. felt so comfortable with it. And so that's just imagine, and you know, you can just picture him at Stafford Terrace, just doing all, and just, and then just going, and then suddenly, and then, just some little bit of new magic came about yeah and the thing is is i i i know i always look too far into these things but you know i find it interesting that you've got the last song of um queen two uh, Seven Seas of Rye, which ends with I do like to be beside the seaside. And of course, the f- opening of Brighton Rock has I do like to be yeah. beside the seaside. Mm-hmm. So th- those two mm-hmm. are back to back. And I always find it interesting that you go from the, the last offering that you get before the next Queen album, you go from this jazzy, smoky bar to this Arabian chant at the next album. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Last thing that yeah. you heard was him in a, the smoky bar, and then uh, what, what are they going to unleash next? And no one would have seen that coming. No, 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 no definitely, not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not, Mustafa. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's funny how you were saying about the you know obviously the piano, the baby grand that, that obviously sold for you know whatever it did, one point four, one point four, yeah. yeah. Um, the because that's the thing. I think we talked about that actually when you were um, when we when we spoke to you a few weeks back, Pank. Because uh, that's the thing. I think, and this is this is where you might be able to actually kind of tell me if this is unfair or, or inaccurate. But for me, and I think for for all three of us, if I can speak for all three of us, we always found Freddie's playing very rhythmical, very kind of hard hitting a lot of the time. And um, maybe Brian had more of a deft touch on the piano um, compared to Freddie. But in this particular song, I feel he's got um he's got it all going on. You know, he's got the really softness, mm. and then he's got the rhythmical runs, the do 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 bits and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I know because yeah, his, yeah, all of his sort of um, that. Now that 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 little oh, yeah. bluesy, mm-hmm. that little flourish, yeah, 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 that that, and then the. Um, that, 
and that. There's loads that kind of thing, and and then that's all. Yeah, just easy going. And then, but you're right to say that when he does. Yeah, that's more his how he had done things before, um, but I think he's helped, of course, by that really lovely rhythm that accompanies yeah. it. That just that like, um, yeah. and yeah. it carries him along very easily. Um, uh, yeah, deft playing, as you said, yeah. really deft uh, and lightness of touch, um, but I. I, it, 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 don't forget if you then compare it with the Bach style playing of Love of My Life, and that's where you contrast those two songs, the piano playing in there, that's mm. where the brilliance of the guy's technique comes in. Sorry, mm -hmm. Pank, I think we've lost your sound there. Oh, oh. oh you're back now. Oh, back. Sorry, maybe I just quietened down because I was just. <laughs> reflecting on that bark style of playing that he only ever really showed in that one song of love of my life um mm. and so within two years he's producing that sort of bluesy playing i i i think it's uh, just a perfect example of his dexterity absolutely yeah mm. totally and I, I think that's uh, i think uh, obviously uh, as, as i said at the start you know you've immersed yourself in Freddie's world, you know, a lot recently, um, and and you know myself and Joe haven't visited visited the exhibition, and um, it, it's 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 strange because I mean I think it's 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 you're seeing these objects in a in a in an exhibition, you know, these objects that belong to Freddie were in Freddie's house that once he he actually handpicked and things like that. So so you're seeing all these these different things um, going on, but. The one thing going through it all is just, it's just, it, I was always thinking about the music for some reason. It's weird. Um, even though I was just thinking about him as, as a musician, what he meant, you know. I sobbed like a child the first time I saw the piano, actually. Mm. Just, yeah. yeah. Because you don't, now that you know the, the full story behind it, that contrib that one item imagine if he hadn't managed to source that what what might mm. he not have done it's really speculative i know Very true. Mm. but given mm -hmm. that he spent that's ages trying to find this thing that so suited his light deafness of touch and then finally he found it imagine if he'd found something that he wasn't quite comfortable with maybe mm -hmm. a bit comfortable with that he may not have spent those many hours just messing around and, uh, and tinkering that his own word tinkering mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point really feel close to to that object you're right there's only so much you can feel when you're looking at um champagne glasses and bar stools and yeah the sheer you know if you're not that interested in the japanese art other than knowing it belonged to him yeah actually it's not going to resonate that much that's why the, yes. the top room where the one vision t-shirts and all of those things mm -hmm. were hanging that that room and the piano because then i was you know i, I had the boys with me and my wife and, and i took my dad on the last occasion as well cool. and i was literally calling up youtube videos i was saying this is this is why that t-shirt over there 
hmm. matters. Even watching the the auction yesterday and and thinking about Freddie and and look, okay, uh, you know, you can objectively look at it and say this is obscene. You know, this this money, you know, or this people that can't afford to pay their heating and all that. You know, and okay, you can have that argument if you want. You can have that, and that's fine. That's not to say that's wrong, but um, but looking at it, you know, just purely as a spectacle, and 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 the fact that I know Freddie was there. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. would have absolutely loved every minute of seeing all this stuff going for crazy, crazy mm-hmm. money. Yeah, he, he, he would have done. And, you know, that's right. And that's why, you know, I think it, it, it was a good thing to have done because um, I don't think it in any way dehumanised him. On the contrary, I think it humanised him to yes. see, you know, you see his scrabble board, you see his suitcases, you know, some of the, you know, some of the, chairs and stuff aren't in the greatest of mm. nick because it yeah. was his lived his, his lived experience and of yeah, course it was going to go for megabucks but queen and megabucks have been associated there's nothing <laughs> new about queen and mm. megabucks yes that last yeah, um tour the queen adam lambert last rhapsody tour grossed 58 million mm-hmm. All I know is eighteen to twenty million each. They that they they got from that tour, and so Freddie now has two auctions, and over two days, has they've made t- gross twenty two million. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's theirs. That's their. That's they've always done it. You know, we we still love them. You know, Brian and Roger are in the rich list every year, and so is John. They're all in the rich list, and you know, Freddie would have been in the rich list. So th- this is just symbolic of that. I, I mm-hmm. you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I I can't get mawkish about that. You know, he was glamorous. Yeah, Brian May today put a thing up saying it was he couldn't watch the auction because he, he thought it was really sad to see the stuff getting sold which I thought was kind of kind of nice you know what I mean and I, and I, had a bit of a, I had a bit of a problem with that because it led to a pile on on Mary on uh, on Twitter oh well I didn't see I didn't see that I just mm. I just said seen the oh, headline yeah. and I thought, that was I didn't right. I don't read the comments I thought what was slightly surprising about Brian's comment by the way yeah I can see how you might think that way that you know my dear friend all of his stuff is going and so on but there's never been any other plan for it. Not not that we've ever been aware mm. of. No, true. And, and we've got the book now. And she said in the introduction that Freddie never wanted this stuff to be in a museum or a, a, anything like that. And, you know, he said, it, Brian said in his note, um, for family and friends, this really hurts. And I, I accept that because he said it. But she was also family and friend. You know, yeah. she, you know. You've got to put some trust in her that she's fulfilling what Freddie uh, uh, w- would have wanted. I, I, I just think it's really. I think she's getting some very, very unfair treatment. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's. I think it's a very easy thing to, to um, as I was kind of tr- trying to ineloquently say at the start of the podcast. I think it's very easy just to, just to say, oh, she's just grabbing money and. You know, she's just, she just, you're just making a fortune out of Freddy's. But it's her, it's her. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's her. These are her items to do with what she, what she wants to. You know, they, they belong to her. You know, so. <laughs> but, setting her family up for the yeah, rest of her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
seeing the piano was, was I, I wouldn't have got to see the piano if it wasn't for this. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. If, if, yeah. If, if, yeah. If Mary hadn't decided to do this, you know, we um, we wouldn't have seen you know, that that stuff. And we have it. And like you said, even even the book, uh, Pank, to have actually all, everything now collected and information yeah. in a book that you can keep for the rest of your life. Now it's it's that's that's actually pretty cool. And Paul, I know you can make the exhibition, so you know you've got the book there. Mm. Um, so that's something that at least you've got as well. You know, out of it. For four weeks, those doors were open for free. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Brilliant. I couldn't believe it. it I kept going back. It's 40 minutes from me, for, for me door to door. So, you mm-hmm. know, it, it would have been silly not to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, if she had done this in 1992 or 1993, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm grateful for for seeing all that stuff. I'm grateful for seeing the piano and yeah. and um, you know and and I think I, I read the, the story yeah. in the book, but um, I I should have I should have, I should remember. But I know Don Arden was obviously wanting want to um, you know wow Queen and he wanted to actually manage them at one point, didn't he? And I think he was looking to put some money to, towards oh. like Freddie getting his piano and things like that as well. Oh and, right, right. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I haven't read that, but yeah, so um, that was quite interesting to read that. But was there any, uh, did they get into talks? Yep, I think Don Arden really run about the time when the Sheffield brothers were, ah, you know, right. where um, can I go into the, you know, when the before they went with John Reed, I think Don Don Arden was was trying to get involved. Uh, back to there was one other nice little thing about melancholy blues that I wanted to uh, that I, I was meant to earlier, but you know when when. Um, he does uh so so he 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 does this thing so come and get me and then he hits this chord let me so it's now he it it it's called and my son told me this and i've already forgotten what it's called the mm. subdominant or the dominant so where you play the chord and then you go to the second note and then get the note chord out of that. So you do this. So come and get me, let me. And I really love that technique. And I was then um, trying to think of other places where they had, uh, where uh, Queen had done it. And uh, Joe, to my, uh, uh, sorry, no, uh, Paul, to my absolute delight, I found it in. Um, one bond. <laughs> oh no! Fuck that song. See that lovely use of the dominant. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I thought, yeah, such brilliant musicality there because you know you're talking about the, the wonderful <laughs> writing of um, melancholy blues and you take my breath away and then of course no one but you by the way you guys have caused a real problem with me and no one but you because normally what you do is you take stuff that i really like and you kind of hew away at the edges of it so leaving me in occasional bits of doubt but with <laughs> no one but you i always thought it was awful and after the podcast, I was left thinking, I think it's all right. It's not actually as bad as they thought. I That's great. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> you went so bad that I was actually trying to pull something back from the poor chaps. Um, um, there's, what was it? there's a, because, you know, there's, there's, because he goes, mm. 
La 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 la. And listen. Oh, look. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, but it definitely says Freddie Mercury isn't singing it and <laughs> <laughs> play the piano and I I I you know, would and... have a better melody and everything. That's a crazy situation. <laughs> Aye. Or Roger squawking over it. Um but that but anyway, so what I was the, the, the serious point that I was making, so um was let me now, one thing that is quite interesting that use of that subdominant was, you know, get down, make love. We'd already got it goes, and then when it changes key, it only does it for um, it goes into that same G. So every time I get hurt, you so he, goes, he uses the G there. Um, and I'd never thought about this might be a new way of thinking for me because I'd never thought about this whole going from there to there. And he does it in both songs, which I thought was really uh, geeky, but really interesting. That is me. interesting. Because yeah. totally. that's the, there's only three chords in Get Down, Make Love. So I'll get and then you say it's enough. In fact, it's too much. Every time I want to get down and then back to that. That's it. That's it. Simple. And yet there's so much work going on on top of it. And Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Mm, absolutely. Effective. Other examples of the use of the subdominant, but that might be for a... Actually, I was going to say for another time, but who knows? Then... <laughs> Get it and know. Get it. <laughs> yeah, and you know. Yeah, you can put it and know if you like. <laughs> you need to start your own podcast. I all about Freddie's piano playing. I'd, I'd listen to it, man. Of course, two other things that um, about Melancholy Blues was the version, the uh, Live at the Beeb Studios, Freddie's Boys mm-hmm. at the Beeb one. And uh, th- that's pretty much done in one take, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, yeah. and Brian plays a, a nice little bit of. Uh, sort of bluesy guitar over yeah, the top of that does, yeah that's right it, yeah, and it's neat it, 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 it's perfectly nice and i'm glad that if they had ever had the idea of putting it on the album they didn't because it's a nice Absolutely. little bonus to have elsewhere mm. yeah yes. totally totally have two versions yeah yeah to have that second version um that's really nice and then you know that point at the end when he instead of melancholy blues he just goes melancholy, and then <laughs> And that's yeah, it. Just, that's yeah, the yeah, last, yeah. The last yeah, one. Yeah. That. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. No, no. This um, thing at the end. Um, again, another favourite of Freddie's. A nice way he liked to his chords to go upwards. So I learned my passion in the good old-fashioned school of lover boys. Uh, uh, and it also does it in It's a Hard Life as well. So he loves that sort of movement up Hold to up. The, 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 the climax and the major uh, chord again. Um, and did a lot with so little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With just the same building blocks. And one thing that you really ought to uh, hear, it's not as bad as you might originally might think, is... You know, Elaine Page did an album of Queen songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have you heard it? No. 
No. Well, listen to her, my <laughs> melancholy blues. Heard something from right. it. I can't remember okay. what. It's um, it's total and utter schmaltz. It's <laughs> strings, lots of arrangements, almost to the point that it's unrecognisable from the original. Yeah. But it kind of works in a very funny way with the female voice and um, uh, and the strings. Um, and I think, if I'm not much mistaken, was it in the late 90s that she put... Oh, no, uh, I can't remember when she put it out, but I, I seem to think she did it with the blessing of, of, of the chaps. I, 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 right. I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure. But, that, but there are a few covers of, on Spotify of Melancholy Blues, of which hers mm. is perhaps the most interesting otherwise it's mm. lots of people like me Check it out. definitely hi yeah i was it. going to ask you pank uh, your opinion on this um because um obviously another performance of this song it's quite famous is the earl's court one um that was on mm. the real live video and and you know and obviously it, it was it was Earl's court or Houston? oh was it houston sorry it was houston wasn't it was it maybe houston Houston, yeah, he's got the Harlequin. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Sorry, apologies. Um, oh, it's just yeah. So, um, so when he performs that, I always thought it's strange, is it because he's in a big arena, and yeah. I always felt that he 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 went really fierce with it, you know, yeah. with the, the pianos really, did, 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 you know, and he's, then he's like, another party's over. He's really kind of belting it out. It's almost yeah. like, shit, this is a big, massive arena. I don't know, sound systems meant maybe weren't as sophisticated then. I'll need to belt this out to get this across. But just think about, firstly, yes, he did that. And um, if you think about the real one where he had to do that was when he did You Take My Breath Away at Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the song didn't even exist. No, yep. That was a summer 1976. I think the album came out in about November or thereabouts. Yeah, about. it was later the year, yeah. yeah and November, he, yeah. he said to everybody, all 150,000, now be quiet, everyone, because I'm going to play you something from my new mm-hmm. album. Yeah. Which is normally the point where everyone goes and gets their a paint hot dog. A pass. Yeah. <laughs> but he um just just he just really quietly does it and he just really quietly plays it but then mm-hmm. his voice is triumphant mm-hmm. if you'd been there i'm sure it would have echoed around hyde park and that's what i think he he, he does here um because there's only those two songs where it's just him and the piano and no one else yeah so he's got to almost compensate he's got to give it a bit of bass he's got to yeah. give it a bit of rhythm yeah and he's mm-hmm. got to give it some bellow hasn't he and i know i think it's great when he does it oh no yeah those little conversions where they change things around a bit to go love live. That. that's what i love about queen i totally always make it yeah. work, don't they? Like, live yeah they always like, make it more interesting you know like staying power is a different it, 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 you know yeah. it, it's a chunkier sort of quicker moving rock song um, far better yep far better yeah it'd been i'd like to see now that you mention it david the idea that i wonder on that crazy tour of london where they i don't know if it was on the set list for that i doubt it when the, for those smaller venues it would have been lovely yeah. to see him do it there. oh, mm. oh yeah the yeah. yeah yeah you know that brilliant documentary the north american tour one presented by bob harris that yeah 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 oh yeah yeah 
brilliant one of uh, of my melancholy blues freddie's got a, like a pale blue shirt and he's got the headphones on and he's <laughs> bellowing it out into the microphone amazing i yeah. amazing footage oh yeah that's that's fantastic as well. that's some of my favorite queen footage is it's the best it's the best isn't it yeah, I, I, uh, I think it's easily the best of the all the documentaries. I, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but and this, because it's the that time in the band's career as well for me. Yeah, and also, but also for the main and only other big reason is because there weren't any irritating talking heads giving their opinions. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah, the, totally. Yeah. Just them. Four of them. Amazing, and that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. You, totally. you, you get Russ Abbott saying, "Oh yeah, well I was on." The- <laughs> 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 like some bloke sitting at a piano, like me, going, "Yeah, yeah, well I remember." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Telling Freddie, I, I think you're using that same chord progression you used that in the last song, didn't you, Freddie? <laughs> 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 be like, you know, he probably says something like, "Yeah, darling, don't tell anyone," you know. <laughs> Secret. <laughs> so some some guy called Panko will figure it out in forty years' time. <laughs> I don't know if many folk have brought that to light that it's a very similar chord progressions in a lot of these songs. And that that would really surprise me. Um, it'd be brilliant if if that were the case. But if but then that's if this is what we've done, then. Um... Yeah, well, well, we certainly. I mean, I, we come from the guitar well. side of things most of the time, so maybe, maybe it's just because our heads and guitar. And <laughs> do you guys think there's a bad song on News of the World? I can't remember what you no. said about no. it. Before. I don't. No. Perfect from start to finish for me. That's my favorite. That's my favorite album of all time. Never mind my favorite Queen album. That's that's everything that I love about Queen, you know, all the all the bases are covered, the heavy stuff, the ballads and everything in between. It's the perfect. pomp and everything's yeah, all there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The heaviness, the aggression. It's all on that record. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And the, you know, the wistfulness, you know, of Brian, you know, all dead. And you know, it's it's yeah, it's and then you know, the and, and the kind of swagger of Roger, we fight from the inside. And it's every, everything that Queen ever was at any point is probably on that album in fairness. Totally, yeah. totally. I know. think everybody's like you're saying, David, I think everybody's skills at that point it's distilled and and every member, I think everybody was writing at the top of their game in that album. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. Roger and John especially we Spread yeah, Wings. Yeah, that's one of the best Queen songs ever. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah, that was, that was my favourite for years. Yeah, it's definitely my top three. I would say. Mm-hmm. But I think there's yeah. the, the, so many of the songs that are just, if not, I mean, okay, right. If you're being, if I'm being honest with myself, maybe maybe Sleeping the Sidewalk is the weakest one, but I don't dislike. Yeah, it. Yeah, oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't dislike yeah. it. I quite, I, I, I don't, just, don't skip it, or you know, anything like that. Yeah. You know. It's it's nice um, storytelling though. Yeah, totally. Yeah, is, totally. yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I, I love that song. I, it's weird when we did the podcast, and there was a lot of feedback on Twitter. People were saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's, no, it's a bit of a shame." Yeah, song. yeah. Pete, much, yeah. Pete hates it, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Pete <laughs> I must, I must admit, I don't hate, I don't hate anything Queen did until you get to the miracle. Well, no, that's not true. You get to like obviously the kind of magic's probably the first time I actually really actively dislike certain songs but I mean that's yeah. pretty good going because that's like but, a fucking yes. 13th album or something <laughs> talking about this the other day weren't we that the thing about the news of the world has that as we talked about that edginess into it I'll chuck in the next word which is a little degree well, no, maybe a considerable degree of arrogance in there as well 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, totally. uh, you don't make a song called "We Are the Champions." We are the champions. Yeah. yeah. But they're very self-aware of themselves at that point and how yeah. successful they were, definitely. I... And then, and I think Joe, you and I were talking about this. That that's for me is the thing about jazz is jazz is an arrogant album. Oh yeah. Oh totally, totally. Very showbiz. Yeah. It's a very showbizy album, definitely. Yeah. 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 A little bit complacent. Yeah. Aye, but mm. I mean. I, I'll be honest. Uh, I know you're a fan. I'm a fan. I mean, I, I get the arguments that Paul and and, and David have with one hundred percent. But for me, the only real issue with jazz, you know, real issue is the production on production. it. Production. Yeah. Because, I mean, even the lesser songs on it, I, I still, I still enjoy them. I don't, I don't hate anything on it. I still enjoy it. But I just think the production lets it down heavily. Do you know what I mean? Which is it's strange because it's thinking about the, you know, Joe. I think you shared it on our group chat. The, a version of uh, more of that jazz that, that had cut out the oh, the silly, you know, mishmash, you know, like, yeah, and it just kept going and yeah. just finishing off as an almost song. But it made me think as well as like, yeah, that's a lot better. But it, you know, we've been talking about Roger recently, obviously, and the fact that he sometimes doesn't know how to finish songs or or he's the structure, and it's actually quite evident on that song as well. It's uh, like you've you've not finished this song, uh, <laughs> you know, totally, it's, totally. it's not complete, yep, you yep. know. So, so I think just put a daft bit in it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think I think then jazz is a bit of that as well. Maybe you know, kind of maybe like you said, parent complacency, um, where maybe you you know you could come on, let's let's finish it properly, you know here. But I think for me, jazz. I think if it was maybe two songs less as well, I think it'd be better yeah. as well. You know, aye. There's a couple could definitely get grafted off it, and you've got a yeah. better album. I think. Is you think do you think it's Queen's most cocaine album? Uh, they were doing, no, they were doing the most space. amounts of cocaine then. A hot space. Hot space, nah. Oh, mm. That's an interesting one. Probably jazz. No, I probably would agree with I'd say jazz. jazz for, yeah. for... You know, by the way, we were talking about the brilliance of Spread Your Wings. There's one thing that... Uh, Queen didn't do it a lot. It's that, you know, what they talked about, that, um, you know, that line in Every Time We Say Goodbye is that change from major to minor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so in Melancholy Blues, you have it where he does this... A major, A flat major, and just goes into the minor, really nice. And in um, Spread Your Wings, it goes and oh, so it's la 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 la, and then over and over again. Amazing, beautiful chord progression. Yeah, Yeah, really good, isn't it? Beautiful. Um, And because I tend to try and spend my time trying to work these chords out for myself and I didn't know what was going on there. I was thinking, what is that chord? And I just realised all they've just done is gone into a really easy uh, minor arrangement, a major minor arrangement. They, they don't do that very often. Mm-hmm. No, but it, but it really makes a difference yeah, melodically. Yeah. I mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Excellent. I know, I know Joe said you should do your own podcast. I, I agree with that, actually. Yeah. You should carry this podcast on when we finish. Yeah, we'll just hand it over to you. And, and we'll guest on take it. Take on the name. Uh, <laughs> we'll but, you'll, but you'll take all the flack from all the pre- previous episodes as well. Aye, so you're right totally. there. Yeah. <laughs> I could be the sort of yeah, Lambert of the... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're better than no, that. Right, mate, yeah, that Paul, Paul Rogers. Yeah. Aye, Paul Rogers, right. maybe. Aye. He's better, isn't he? Um, yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> aye, give, give us some speak. 
Aye, well, please don't. was a class <laughs> playing honky tonk piano. <laughs> but are you definitely is that definitely it at the end yes. of this year? Yes, yeah. it's definitely yeah. it. Um, yeah. Well, we had a we had a big big chat. Um, we had a big chat um, last last week, I think, week before maybe, week before, and we just we just kind of yeah. really just kind of like tried to be honest with ourselves individually and collectively about where we were at. Um, it was actually really good, and after it, we all felt really kind of excited for the for the, end. About the podcast. You know, for, yeah. Not because it's coming to an end, but actually the the run that we're going to do, we started we were being big. Writing, isn't you know, it? So. Yeah, there's yeah really good ones. So, yeah. yeah, but yeah, um, well. Pank, thank you very much again. That was an absolute pleasure. Hi, pleasure, mate. Thank you for doing that, you know? man. And and um, yeah, no, I'll say my bit. I know you're going to do. A, you're going to have time for uh, goodbyes, but you you know you you give a lot of people a lot of food for thought as well as a lot of fun. I was talking to um, when I met the others, Paul. I was just saying that one of the highlights of the last two have just come from you, <laughs> and it's things you've not said rather than things that you have <laughs> which is what david will say so paul what do you say there's silence and then there's <sighs> <laughs> says it all <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but yeah so no thank you and not not just for this one but for the time of uh, the, the last time we met it was uh, because quite a lot of people got in touch Afterwards, just to say how much they enjoyed it, and that's all mm. thanks to you guys. I'm I'm very grateful. No, oh, absolutely. Thank you. You've actually, thank as you. we said, as we said, I can't believe it was a year ago. But as we said a year yeah, ago, you've insane. actually raised the the level and the classiness of our podcast yet again. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. You're making absolutely. it solid. <laughs> well, I hope to see you all again soon, guys. Thanks again. Oh, oh absolutely. Thank absolutely. You. Take care of yourself. Thank yeah. you very much again. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you put it down. You hang up first. <laughs> so that was our. I feel like we can see our good friend Pank because it feels like he feels like a friend now. You know, he's, he's been on the podcast a oh, couple of times. You know, yes, I. Yeah. Aye. Aye. Well, so, I, de- I definitely like him more than you two. So I met him yeah, in the well, flesh. Yeah. Well, Paul, why don't you? If you don't like us that much i mean you've got mine and joe's blessing if you want to just carry on the podcast with pank on you go that's fine all right i think you i will know, you, you can just can do it and then me and joe can uh, just like laugh as yeah. you know you fucking make exactly. an answer you know what i mean and, uh, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 20 grand 20 grand a month in patreon easy mate uh, easy that's easy it. We'll just exactly. do a fucking and psy compilation for you fucking fucking as what as fucking <laughs> so punk fucking <laughs> what calls us punk fucking and is that a B flat fucking um, but no that was that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun was, I mean that was, that was a, cool a, man a, a pleasure man he's, he's, he's an infectious guy an infectious a gentleman um, yes. really is a gentleman I um, and he knows his stuff. Um, it's sad because it's, it's kind of you know you, you, you can enjoy yourself with these things and you know the end is coming a wee bit know. you know Aye. but um, but you know that you know we might be doing things in the future you know who knows and maybe Pank could be involved again um, to to kind of break down some things for us some there's a couple of things in my head actually as I speak there which we'll talk about off camera Aye. off off camera off uh, 
audio uh, off, off tape offline off, off, off tape off tape I like that off tape off tape yeah because <laughs> we've got a really real tape no tools here man uh, <laughs> splice all together with fucking razor blades and that that's it, man. Um, fucking sounds like it makes it a time to be honest. Ah, it does. Uh, um, so anyway, I so thanks everybody for listening. I mean, I think you know, thanks for listening. It was really packed show to be fit, to be perfectly honest. And um, just again, just amazing how somebody can take a Queen song and and again add another dimension onto what you think about that song. Um, yeah. You know, and even talking about the lyrics that, you know, that, that Freddie's singing, you know, oh, the whole, you know, oh. I'm causing a mild sensation, you know, with his new occupation. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I can't even thought of that, you know. Just, yeah, I know. Um, I, I, to, you know to, to, I never really thought I was talking about To think about it as a, as personal to Freddie kind of thing, you know. Because um, yeah. oh. that's the thing, I mean, this new occupation, because I mean, that was 77 and they'd only been releasing albums for four years at that point, you know, yeah. so... Yeah. As, as a new occupation, it's <laughs> still pretty new. Yeah. Successful, yeah. aye, 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 absolutely, yeah. aye. So, but no, brilliant stuff, absolutely brilliant oh. stuff. So, um, hope you enjoyed it, and onwards and upwards to the next episode, which I'm not entirely sure what it will be next, but um, but aye, it will be the next episode, whatever that is. Yeah. So, look after yourselves, now. and uh, return. Aye. Goodbye. Bye bye now. <laughs>